The a priorian algorithm uses objective criteria and a quantifiable platform to make evil plain and obvious to every person. Evil is not an abstract problem. We cannot fight evil with subjective tools. Evil is not a symptom, it is a system. The evidence that evil exists is primarily manifested in the presence of inflation, but specific indicators of evil are unemployment, taxation, debt, expropriations, welfare, poverty, pollution, and inequality. This last indicator includes power disparities that are found in private and public organizations. If evil exists, it is evil not to resist it. Herein is the problem. The trick of evil is to get us to resist it in ways that are not godly. It is by trying to be good using tactics that are not good that causes evil to spread. This has been the historic experience of the West, particularly its Christian manifestation. We have sought to compromise with evil and deal with evil in ways that are fundamentally evil. In dealing with evil we have become increasingly evil ourselves. This is why we need a set procedure for handling evil. Evil creates costs that others pay. It is that simple. If we take what does not belong to us or harm what we did not create or make claims on things that we have no right to, we are doing evil. This evil will be visible as inflation. All evil always creates costs for others. This lowers the value of what has been created. Inflation is an indicator that too many are feeding off of too few actors. Public employment, welfare, unemployment and so on all increase the percentage of eaters who are not producers. No matter what measures one takes, if people are living but not covering their costs, they produce inflation. Inflation is a good correlate of evil. The a priorian algorithm systematically prevents inflation. To prevent evil is to prevent expropriation. The a priorian algorithm is a procedure for building inflation-free organizations. The purpose of man is to add value to the things of God. Living in faith is acting in a way that adds value to the things of God. Faith builds up barriers to the exploitation and corruption of the people of God. The key to understanding how the a priorian algorithm works requires we understand the absoluteness of the division between good and evil, and between liberals and conservatives. This is not a political or economic division or even a theological one. The division is ontological and metaphysical. The division is logical and moral. There is nothing that links the two groups. This actually poses a problem for Christians wanting to become sanctified, as maturity in the faith requires an exodus. Leaving the physical world requires a transition, the same as the move from child to adulthood. It is not about physical age. But what Christians seem to sometimes forget is that this physical world is the world of the flesh. Coming to Christ is not a process of going, as the Israelites did, from one physical location to another. Christians must come out of this physical realm, altogether, and transform into a being of faith. It's not about a body change, but about a transformation of the mind. Some might think of the event as consciousness raising. Another way of seeing what happens is as a change of perspective. What happens when a Christian and an atheist looks at a sunset? One sees the glory of God, the other electromagnetic radiation. It is the same information provided by God, but the interpretation of what is seen differs. The two persons decode the signals differently. What is also important to note is that coming to Christ is not a thing done individually. The confession and baptism is to introduce the new Christian to the community of Christ. This is the rebirth, but we know, birth is only the beginning of the beginning, 
it is hardly the point where the Christian can rest. Maturity is not something we do in a cloister. It takes more than a weekly jaunt to the Christian clubhouse to hear a lecture. If we think of baptism as a rebirth where is the maternity wing? Where is kindergarten? People think because they can read the Bible and find a place on a pew they are adults. Not in the eyes of God. The new Christian came to Christ through hearing the gospel. What brings the dead to life in Christ is not what matures a Christian. It takes more than a passive absorption of information to mature a believer. Hebrews 5 verses 12 to 14 For when for the time ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you again which be the first principles of the oracles of God, and are become such as have need of milk, and not of strong meat. For every one that useth milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Or as said in James 1 verses 20 to 25. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass, for he beholdeth himself, and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. Herein is the problem. The Christian man is not in himself a Christian, but in his relationship with the people of God. We mature in the church not in the pew. The studious Christian is the perpetual student that never graduates. A priorian conservatives believe mankind must add value to the things of God. This is a work of faith and growth of the church is the fruits of faith. But where do we begin? The first step to maturity is to form a cell with other believers. This is a small group of between 3 and 15 persons, 12 is the target number. Turn the cell into a church by donating things that belong to God to the cell, these are what business people call assets. Create a currency to compensate the depositors for the assets donated to the cell. This currency is created out of the equity produced by the donation of assets. Equity is issued as preferred shares. As a unit of account we contract preferred shares to prefers and use the symbol to designate the use of it as a currency. Add value to the assets of the cell through works of faith. Works of faith build up the church by providing goods and services to the church. Workers are paid by a deposit to their account with the church. Purchases are made using prefers paid into the account of the seller. All work is paid for and all goods and services are paid for with deposits to the seller's prefers account. Cells are set up by deposits of assets to the sell's account. As cells increase in numbers of persons, they split into daughter cells. Each daughter cell increases the level of specialization in the organization. Specializations are grouped into 12 major economic sectors, and these are divided into specialities within the major economic divisions. The sectors are divided jurisdictionally into 12 different levels. Each level corresponds to a political jurisdiction. The lowest is the cell, the highest is the world. The vertical economic sectors are administrated by local councils. Each council oversees a particular economic sector. There are 12 economic sectors and 12 limited councils. 
Political jurisdictions are administrated by general councils. General councils are composed of the heads of the various limited councils of that jurisdictional level. Thus the chairperson of the limited council of trades for a city is a member of the general council at the level of the city. Every action taken by a member results in a deposit made to the member's account. This deposit is reconciled by a debit to another account. No account is debited and no account is credited without it being reconciled by a matching account. Debits are matched by credits and credits are matched by debits. All work done is paid for. A cost incurred creates a debit to that person's account. There is no expropriation and no deposit without a debit. Thus accounts are always in balance. Accounts are always reconciled and there is no inflation or expiration of any kind. Thus, evil is revealed then eliminated from the a priorian system. A priorian conservative equals, 1. A person or group adhering to scripture. 2. Holding to the position that scripture suffices as a constitution. Conservative equals, 1. A person or group governed by God as revealed in scripture. 2. Prioritizing scriptural truths in economics, politics and theology. 3. Believer in a theocracy based on scripture. A priorian conservative party or movement equals, 1. A political party that campaigns on a platform based on scripture or, 2. Advocates all policy supplement and agrees with scripture, 3. A movement designed to bring political policy into harmony with scripture, or which issues policy only as an elaboration of conservative biblical truths.